Welcome, everybody, to the That Kind of Nerd Podcast. I am CJ Mellon. I am Brian Thornton. And I am Josh Burns. Welcome to our show. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has over 180,000 choices for you for audiobooks on iPhone, Android, or even just a plain MP3 player. Members and listeners of ThatKindOfNerd.com get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial this week, we recommend Ernest Klein's Ready Player One. This book is amazing. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And is narrated none other than by Will Wheaton. So I highly recommend you pick it up. It is audibletrial.com slash that kind of nerd. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash that kind of nerd. Help support the show and uh, try listening to that book. Let us know what you think. So welcome, uh, welcome to the show. So this is uh, really fun. We actually have a special guest with us again. We have Jeff, our Woo! gaming nerd. Hello. Who deserves What's some up? fanfare? How's it going? Uh, we are recording uh, from our hotel room in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're going to SteelCon tomorrow. Uh, by the time this goes up, we'll be done with it. So we're going to have to talk about that next week. So uh, so if you're expecting the SteelCon podcast, just hold off on it. It's not, it's not happening. And we're going we're gonna to try to keep Brian's excitement levels to, a, to like a dull roar so we don't get <laughs> kicked the fuck out of the hotel. I don't know. What to, I've never been kicked out of anywhere, sir. <laughs> uh, so uh, listen, this is a little bit of an experiment, the setup that we have. So you know, if there's any uh, audio or technical problems, uh, we appreciate your patience while we go through it. Uh, but, you know, man, I, I'm excited for this. So I'm excited to have us all together. Yep. Uh, so Hell yeah. So let's hit our, our first order of business. Uh, Brian had uh, kind of stumbled across uh, an article that listed some comic books that they suggest for new people. Uh, and after looking at the list, I, I, th- I think Brian was, I don't think you were happy with with what they had <laughs> given to everybody. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't not happy. There was definitely some stuff on there that was, that was definitely worth it. But I, I'll tell you right now, I am, uh, compiling a list of my own. But I do want to start off by saying this. Uh, last week, Joshua, you asked me a little bit about Jessica Jones while we were talking about the uh, the Netflix series. And I, I kind of described... I described Jessica Jones, but the wrong series. And I felt bad. And <laughs> I said, shit, I need to correct this. So uh, talking about... I was I described a series named Pulse, which does have Jessica Jones in it. Uh, but it came after this series, Alias. And Alias is primarily about Jessica Jones not being involved in the Daily Bugle or anything. It's her life after being a superhero. And she decides to become a private investigator. And she primarily uh, deals with a lot of superhero hijinks and a lot of uh, kind of locating lost uh, – Ant-Man's one of the characters that she needs to locate and stuff – it's a highly enjoyable read, and I can't believe I screwed it up last week, and I apologize to everybody uh, who is out there. I would actually feel much better if I heard uh, I am Brian Thornton and I was wrong last week. So here's the thing. <laughs> I, I am completely okay with admitting that I'm wrong, unlike CJ. Um, I, will, <laughs> I will stand firmly by the fact that I fucked up, and I, I described the wrong series, and I have changed my thought process, unlike CJ. You're so, right. So hold on. No, no. That, you know what? That's an absolutely fair point. So I do want to say this. Um, Brian, your, your error was rooted in fact, and uh, mine was rooted in opinion. And uh, Paul, I uh, still haven't changed my mind. I'm sorry. So, Paul, your, once again, your, your you opinion, get a nice your, middle finger on the podcast today. Your opinion's wrong. <laughs> so Brian compiled a list of his own uh, 
entry level comics. So things things that if you're not into comic books and you want to ask Brian the list of, hey, what should I read if I want to get into comic? Brian's done it for you because he gets the question a lot. And it's going to go along with our Comics 101 section. So uh, head over to thatkindofnerd.com and check it out. But I want Brian to at least hit some of the, the main topics that you know he, he found in his research. So I, I have compiled a list. It's about 25 graphic novels that you, as a person who has never read a comic book before, can pick up, enjoy, and possibly read into further and, and further get into how much the – the universe is and how and, and develop the love that I have developed for it. So I'm only going to list a couple people, a couple graphic novels because there's 25 on here and I don't want to waste that much time. But I will say Alias is one of them. Alias is a very good hopping on point, uh, kind of midway point between private investigator meets superhero life that you can definitely sink your teeth into and, and enjoy whether or not you know the characters, know, know what a comic book is or not. Um, also on there... Jeff is Watchmen. Watchmen is <laughs> yes. is my go-to. Hey, you've never read a comic book before? Read this. Prepare for your mind to explode book. And uh, I, I can't do it justice by describing it. it. It's just something that you need to read and just It's definitely enjoy. something you have to experience for yourself, it's, but it's definitely worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Um, and, and there's some Batman stuff on here. Uh, Dark Knight Returns is probably... The most famous thing on here, and if you are looking to prep yourself for the Batman v Superman movie and the kind of Batman you will see in this movie in March, uh, Dark Knight Returns is definitely something you should pick up and read. It's four issues, very easy read, very enjoyable. I gotta read that again. I gotta read it again. You absolutely need to read it again. I'm gonna read it again. My question for this too, because I know there's some people who listen to our show who aren't the biggest superhero fans, but um, you know they've watched some movies. Is there anything on the list that's not superhero related that you're like, yes, Yes. you have to read this? Yes, there is. And that was going to be my next point. Uh, One of my favorite series has nothing to do with superheroes. It's about 12 graphic novels long. It's totally worth your time. It's uh, Why the Last Man. And Why the Last Man, written by a guy named Brian K. Vaughn. And it is set in uh, this storyline where something happens. No one knows where the origin of this virus is. But it is a virus that has attacked the Y chromosome and every male on Earth just falls dead one day, except for one guy and his male monkey. And it is a fantastic (laughs) series. It is enjoyable. It is funny. And it it really it it shows uh, a completely different world, just completely run by women and, and how they deal with that and how they deal with having this one guy who possibly could be the the savior of their people so so josh my other question too is you you've read a lot of comic books too is there anything that you want to make sure that people who are you know getting into this section can go ahead and and, you know can kind of absorb and kind of you know jump into same thing with you jeff if you got anything too like most of the comic books i've read though are superhero you know what i mean so if like if i if i was gonna give one book to read it would be the um the wolverine saga it's four graphic novels hey that's funny i I have that on on that book i have that on the next list that i'm doing but go ahead it's a great great series yeah i mean that if 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 it's just people that want a good story and don't necessarily read comic books it's an easy read and again it's only four graphic novels it's pretty short but then if you're gonna, if you like it and you're gonna get more into it, then I would tell you to read the entire 
uh, Nightfall story arc. I don't know if it's been made into a graphic novel, but it's three graphic one novels. Of, three. Okay, so that is probably my all-time favorite um, comic book story arc, other than um, Larson's Spider-Man, and, and uh, that's the story that you see in um, The Dark Knight Rises, basically. And Jeff, what about you? I know that you also read a you know a few comic books. Is there something yeah, that you started reading that was a transition for you? Um, again, sort of like Josh, it's more um, been about superheroes, but uh, definitely uh, what impacted me was like you have Red Sun, which is you know characters you already know. People know Superman and Batman, but these are completely different roles for those characters, um, which kind of gives you a cool perspective. I mean, on I don't that. know. Ask CJ; he doesn't know what motivates Batman sometimes. <laughs> wow! Justice, CJ, justice. Um, but yeah, it's a different aspect on the characters, but very, very cool and a different perspective um, on the whole Superman vibe. Um, as well as, I mean, I guess I could say 1602, but you kind of got to have some X Men. Um, you got to have some background to enjoy 1602, right? Definitely. Yeah. But I will say this: in the, in the Neil Gaiman uh, vein, Sandman is on my list of you can pick up, read, enjoy. Fantastic yeah, I was gonna say that too. If you want to read, if you want to read X Men though, like House of M and oh, the, the Dark M, Phoenix yeah. are pretty easy to read. Yeah. Yep. What I really hope that we can help our listeners understand is that we want to make sure that going into comics isn't scary. It isn't intimidating. It doesn't require an investment in a huge, gigantic library. The scariest part is dealing with a guy like me at the counter. Right. It's just. <laughs> well, now I mean, I'll say this. There's. <clears throat> when just a couple years ago, when I decided to to get back into reading some comic books, I went to a couple different websites. I'm not going to mention them because you know we don't have an affiliation at this point. But um, you don't have to deal with the Brian guy, right? What you can do is um, I googled um, you know top comic book story arcs, and I found a couple that I was interested in. There's a there's been a new list um, compiled just in the past couple years, and it includes the, the civil war storyline and it includes a few others that I would tell you to read, but, um, the, you can go and just find the issues individually or the graphic novels at different sites. So we really want to get your feedback on the list that Brian's working on and all the other comic one Oh one articles. So that way we can kind of understand and we can help craft and we can help guide you in your comic book experience. We want to be a resource for you guys that if you see the list of something on Brian, you're perplexed by it or you're confused by it or uh, you know we list a, a comic book series on the show and you just want more clarification, just ask us. You know, We are more than happy to, to reach out to you and to have the conversation and, and help you pick the right issue, the right superhero, and kind of guide you through that. We want, to, we want to help you in that process. So please don't be afraid to reach out to us. Absolutely. I did it for seven years at a comic book store, so I, I have no problem. I love talking about this stuff, and it, it's not scary. It really isn't. If you find something that you love and someone you love, it's really easy to pick it up. Yeah, hit Brian up on Twitter so that he won't respond, and then you can hit me up, and I'll make sure that I get the response from him and tweet back to you. <laughs> right, so, so it's nice to actually see someone take a crack at somebody else that isn't me. Um, can't, I, can't I, I need Twitter lessons, so if someone wants to teach me how to tweet, I will, I will tweet <laughs> you, this I, you have, Brian, Brian doesn't know how to Twitter. You have 120 characters. What will you do with them? 140. Or 140. I don't know what the story is. I don't know how to Dougie either. So CJ will teach me how to Dougie. I'll teach you how to Dougie. Someone else needs to teach me how to tweet. All right, so in the in the same vein of comic books, but movies and and you know these things, these worlds colliding for you. Moving pictures. 
Brian's had a little much to drink. That's not true at all. <laughs> Brian had one too many Pepsis at dinner. <laughs> right to, it, the sugar just gets right to me. Um, it speaks to me. So we have also posted uh, the amazing Deadpool trailers that have oh, officially yes, become yes, yes. a part of the internet and not a leaked Sony Handycam or a crappy cell phone version that was put online during a Comic-Con in San Diego. And holy crap, am I excited. So there's two things. Uh, Thackernerd.com has both the green band, which is the acceptable for all audiences, and the red band trailer. The red band is the not safe for work. I want to also stress that in the quote-unquote green band trailer, there's still a whole lot of fatalities. Yes, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's it's (laughs) suitable for everybody. Don't be like, "Hey, Timmy, let's go see this movie." The consumption of Timmy to sing that. My seven-year-old son. It's not going to (laughs) happen. But um, we uh, when we've heard about this movie and we talked about it uh, when we did our our Comic Con kind of wrap-up thing that we are very excited. Uh, but now that we've seen it in its full HD quality, there's a couple things that, that I'm really excited for. The first thing is, is damn, do they get this character? You know, right now, this this is this is Fox, right? This is 20th Century I, Fox. They own the rights to. I Deadpool. don't think, I don't think it's that Fox gets the character. I think it's that Ryan Reynolds is well, yes, Deadpool. yep, and gets to actually play him. Like if yeah, if you've seen any, I mean, if you've seen all of Ryan Reynolds' movies. He's always been this guy. And as soon as he was cast in Wolverine, we were like, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yep, makes sense. Yep. It's perfect. Makes sense. Well, what I'm saying is, is the, the team that's behind like the marketing program for this for this this movie and the team behind their social network interactions, they get it. They get what this character I'm is. I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds is behind their social yeah, it's just, network. Yeah, it's all Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's Ryan just, Reynolds tweeting. I'm pretty sure it's just Deadpool just tweeting out stuff. I'm subscribed right. to Ryan Reynolds' Twitter, <laughs> and it's fantastic. It's look, all right, so you've seen um everybody's seen Kill Bill, right? Now the so the opening of the trailer where he's he's pretty much sitting up on a bridge listening to Salt and Pepper, right? Which is hilarious. And he's drawing a little picture Doodling. of a guy saying owie, and that's it's funny. <laughs> and then but then then his cue goes and he's gotta jump off the bridge into this car. Reminded me of that uh uh or an Ishii scene where she was all cartoony and she had to hit the guy in the limo. Oh right, that, it just re- oh, yeah. right. So it it re- oh, reminded yeah. me very much of that the level of hitman skill that he has and just the the amount of comedy with which he approaches his job and the fact that he he broke the fourth wall twice oh, in yeah. the trailer. Oh, yeah, in yeah. the trailer. Yeah. Right, which was amazing. Yeah, it was very And cool. they make make sense of the test footage, too, which we all saw. Right. You know, everyone saw the test footage, and now you get to see it in action. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Deadpool is the only character in comic book history who is self-aware that he is in a comic book and will break the, the fourth wall consistently and, and address you as a reader. I'm expecting he's going to address us as the viewers of this movie, and people yep. are going to look at him and say... Who the hell are you talking to? He'll, he'll just be like, don't worry about it. And, and he'll go back to killing people. Uh, right. It, it's fantastic. It's a great uh, little nuance to the character. And it's I can't wait to see this movie. What I really loved about this, too, was something that I always wish they had done in some kind of uh, Spider-Man movie is the fact that his eyes are animated. That, yeah. that part is moving. So it's not just a actual rubber mask. You're getting some CGI work in there that's adding some layers of expression to him. Which in Spider-Man in, in the you know in his in his comic book and in the cartoon series really helps bring that character to life. And when you get to the movies, they always 
kind of seems stagnant. And you, yeah, and you just see the jaw moving like, well, that looks stupid. And I mean, it's rooted in the reality of the fact that if I made a mask, it'd well, be that way. And then you have to rely on the actor to be really good at bobbing his head to emote. Right. It's what normally he's <laughs> it's normally like the stunt double. It's usually not the actual actor. The stunt double is like, yeah, you know, I, I thought you were probably wrong in mugging this person, and you know, just and for those of you who can't see me, I'm bobbing my head vigorously right now. I wish I wish you just wouldn't talk about like the background stuff and the stuff that adds layers of whatever and the movie magic because you just ruin it for me. <laughs> you just I want to see it and not think about what goes into it and every time I see it now I think oh CG's gonna comment about this shit and now I have to listen it's gonna be ruined for me I'm, I'm sorry but that's that's why I'm here just to ruin you your, your damn movie magic I, I like to see how the sausage is made I don't just want to just take it for what I want to make it's, the it's sausages me. I don't want to just watch the sausages it's mysticism and, that's all and the need. really cool thing is <laughs> the trailer wasn't all just about the you know it wasn't just about Ryan Reynolds it was about the supportive cast and it was about the cast of characters you're going to see mm-hmm. and man am I excited to see what kind of ensemble they've they've put together for this movie it's about him not wanting an animated or green suit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Them Which, taking a shot at Green Lantern was very well appreciated. That was fantastic. Yes, yeah, it was yes. great. Oh. Uh, and Colossus. Oh, my God. Like, perfect looking. Yeah. Perfect looking. Is it? Hey, the Colossus character, same guy that played him in the X-Men movies or no? I don't know if the Colossus character is the same character that played him in the – It uh, is not the same person. They actually offered it to him and he – uh, turned it down because, from what I understand, it's ninety nine point nine percent CG. You don't see him without the metal very often. Okay, fair enough. It's supposed to be the same character, but it's not the same which, actor. Which wouldn't be a problem. I couldn't imagine that being an issue. I love the way the other guy looked. Yeah, but, but like, what, what? I mean, what does that guy have going on that he couldn't? <laughs> he couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do this movie. Uh, probably some Axe body spray commercial. I, oh. I, I wish I had, right? I'm sure he's in the Twilight reboot is, when you get it from that Edward a plug? Saga. They're rebooting that? <laughs> I'm just making what, that up. He, no, I that I know what he's talking about. He uses a, like a can and a half in that commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a can and a half. <laughs> Inside joke that no one understands. Uh, and we oh, people will get it, hopefully. <laughs> Some people will get it. If you Derek ever comedy. watch Derek comedy, you know exactly what we're talking about. And thank you, Donald Glover. I still believe you'd be a fantastic Spider-Man. Oh, don't even. What? I think Donald Lover for Spider-Man was a great campaign. No, you're just going to open up a horrible can of worms. Could worms be, everywhere. Could it be worse than my Batman can of worms? Oh my god! Yeah, I got to well, tell you though, listen, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty sure that any can of worms is a bad can of worms. <laughs> your your Batman can of worms was. Hey, I have a differing opinion, and hey, someone called me out on that differing opinion that I'm a hypocrite, but I'm not going to change my mind. Fuck that person. That that was your 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 Batman opinion. I wonder how many episodes we can go through until this doesn't become a thing anymore. Never. It's what just, are we at now? It's 18? Just, listen, it's just like the <laughs> I put the over under at 118. Listen, it's just like the the cat to male ratio in my home is extremely. I forgive low. you, CJ. It's cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like the cat to male ratio in your house it's being never, extremely low. It's never going. to So die. it's a math equation, right? It, it is a math equation, right? So eventually, there's a proof. I can find something that will definitively make that happen for me. No what, well. the cat-to-male ratio? No, my, my, my opinion being I mean, you just again. need to get one cat, and the cat-to-male ratio will still be okay. <laughs> but if you get two, you're screwed. That sounds about right. As we're talking about uh, comic book movies and uh, just, you know, movies in general, uh, something that's getting a lot of traffic recently is the Justice League movie that never was. And, and some people might know a little bit about it. Uh, there is somebody who is making a documentary 
about George Miller's Justice League Mortal movie. And if you just Google it, you'll find a whole bunch of videos. You'll find the cast list and everything. And really what it boils down to is they had a script and it was a solid script and they actually casted the entire movie. Um, and you had Adam Brody from like the OC as Barry Allen Flash and Army Hammer, who is lone, the Lone Ranger and Man from Uncle uh, now. But and the Winklevoss twins. He was going to be Batman. Um, you had Common cast as a, as a John Stewart Green Lantern. Everybody was cast for this movie and we were ready. They were ready to shoot. They were in Australia ready to go. And then the writer's strike happened. And after the writer's strike, I guess Warner Brothers made a decision to not move ahead with this movie. So it's beginning a lot of press, a lot, a lot of a lot of traffic because the documentary Death of Superman Lives just recently came out, which CJ Washington. Oh, God. So let me just real quick before we get into this. This happens a lot in Hollywood. There's a lot of movies just in general. It doesn't have to be superheroes that always die in development. They get certain parts of it and then they just they just wither and die. And I mean it's just part of the Hollywood machine. The uh, documentary that Brian is talking about is called The Death of Superman Lives. Uh, what would have happened? And uh, this is going to sound crazy. And I, I just bear with me here. It is a 1990s Tim Burton directed Superman movie starring none other than Nicolas Cage. He's scratching at the I'm a vampire. Before, exactly, before we go off the, oh my God, Nicolas Cage, are you freaking getting me a Superman deal? There's, there's two things to this. There is no one more connected to Superman than Nicolas Cage. Cage. Absolutely. I mean, he even named his son Kal-El. Kal-El. Yeah. He's that intense of a fan. So it's, it's great. Now, the documentary goes into what happened because Kevin Smith had actually wrote uh, a copy, uh, I mean, a version of the screenplay. He wrote the initial run of the screenplay. And, and I'm, as I'm sure you know, CJ, like scripts go through three, four, five different writers, sometimes mm-hmm. different iterations. But he was approached to do the initial iteration. And I really, I haven't watched this movie yet, but I really want to watch it because I've seen Kevin Smith talk about the script that he put together and his experience working on it. And it's uh, it's a really interesting tale. It gives you a little bit of a behind the scenes that Josh really really hates. <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently, uh, but it, it's really cool if you're a movie file, if you're interested in that kind of behind the scenes stuff, to listen to him talk. If it's about Kevin it Smith, I'll watch it. Like if it's Kevin Smith, I'll check it out. And I, I he 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 did the I'm, initial run. Like he he was the the foundation of the building blocks. What, of well, how movie. how big a part did he play in the documentary though? It was very big actually. So the, the, because oh, they spent a good chunk on him in the beginning because it really comes down to this. They had initially written a crappy, just a terrible script, and they needed someone who had more of a comic book you know uh, connection to write this because set the scene, guys. Remember this is nineteen nineties. There was no Marvel universe. There was no Avengers. There was no comic book movies coming out besides Batman. 1989 and 1992 Batman. That was it. And they were still very cartoony. And what was going on with with this version was kind of different. And there's a lot of things to play, and I definitely recommend you check out the documentary. But it really comes down to this. Uh, They had written a script that was so rooted in kind of creating a new place that I think that if this would have been made, this would have shifted and even accelerated the amount of comic book movies that we have now. And in my opinion, I think it would have brought some people into the, you know, the, the nerdum that aren't really open to it to begin with. Honestly, if this had come out when it was supposed to, um, it would have – the movement that really has started with Iron Man, honestly, where 
being a comic book character, being a comic book nerd is, is cool and is acceptable. That would have come a lot sooner, I feel like. I remember... I disagree. And I disagree I as well. What, I, this was what, 2000? It, it, no, was, yeah, it was like it was too early. Or was this was the early it 90s. Was, yeah. It was right oh, around okay. the time Wild Wild West came out. Because it, was actually, it, was late, it was late 90s. It was, right? it was, it was, it was late early 90s. 90s. It was like the script was being written in like 95, 96. And the because pre begins, pre Batman begins, like that was that was the change of pace for these the right. style of movie making in terms of the superhero I mean, stuff. Yeah, it's the change of pace. But what made it acceptable is like the Iron Man movies and how big that was. Um, I think this would have been just as big. I, I think DC uh, or Warner Brothers would have been able to build a universe much earlier. I I disagree completely. I think if you look at the things that were going on in, in the in the mid to late nineties, the kind of movies that were coming out, I, I don't think I all the superhero movies that we were seeing were hokey and stupid and, and then couple that with look, as 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 committed or connected as you think Nick Cage might be to Superman, man, he would have been a dog shit. No, Superman. so no, I'll I'll counter this that um they really go into this in the documentary. The way that they were approaching Superman was a little different. And uh, I think at the end of the document, it would kind of have to be different if it were Nick Cage. Well, well yeah, well, well, no, so remember, this was Nick Cage at a different time in his career than what you know this now. This was at his, the height of his career. This he was had not just done Face Off. He just he was huge. This was not. I need money because I'm broke. Nick Cage well, what, was this like? Yeah, Gone in sixty seconds. This was Gone, like, and well, and that's yeah. and that's cool. But Superman, he I just is can't not. See him. So I can't here's see him as here's the part. I really think there's two things that were in play with this. Having Tim Burton take a stab at Superman, as odd as that freaking sounds, really would have been would have been awful. Would have been terrible. And, and hold on, and I think that pushing Nicolas Cage to this direction, I think we could have a very different Nicolas Cage than we do now. I don't yeah, think Edward Superhands. No, I I disagree. <laughs> That's so, not in depth, sir. You're you're mixing up genres. <laughs> so Edward Superhands. Here's the really cool part: the documentary, "The Death of Superman Lives," really doesn't say this it's movie was the night before Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> and all through the house, not a vampire was staring. <laughs> uh, what's real cool is that the documentary doesn't say this movie would have been absolutely phenomenal. I can't believe it it it, it wasn't made, and it doesn't say this movie was a pile of dog crap. And thank God it wasn't made. It kind of shows you what the process was where they left it off at and kind of says what would have what would have been what would have happened would this have even made it was this even good i think after you watch it it's very compelling i think you won't feel that way josh i think with what they show you they're they're kind of i also think that this movie would legitimize every fear i have about warner brothers movies going forward so like i i remember hearing this story and how out of touch the producers are with their comic book properties. And and Kevin yeah, Smith tells absolutely. the story perfectly where he hands in a script to one of the producers and says, here's my script for Superman. And he reads it and he just like looks at him bewildered and says, who's this Kal-El guy? And Kevin Smith's like, I'm sorry, what? Like He, he says, the producer says there's, there's three rules. I don't want him to fly, right? I don't want him to wear that suit. And he has to fight a giant spider. Yes. And All right. Listen. Listen. The 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 blockbuster movies of the mid to late nineties were Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, movies like Pulp Fiction well, was ninety four. Fight Club. Yep. Independence Day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Goodfellas so, was nineteen. American Beauty. Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. There, there's no. There was no room then. This was more alien than superhero. That's the right. really cool part for this. It's still there's no look. There was no room. 
then. Well, then but Clueless was ninety five. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's the mode we were in. Ninety nine. The closest we came was episode one in ninety nine. So and, then, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then the Matrix in ninety nine. Okay, but I just don't think that the world could have possibly accepted a superhero movie at that. I just don't think we were there. Well, wasn't there a bat? There's. St- I think there was still a Batman come down. Yeah, it was too. like a Batman. Well, that was without was, term- yeah. That was that was without Tim Burton. Another director well, came. Well, yeah, but still, awful, like that tainted the market ruined. so hard. Like that, that was bad. Before you even start there, Batman Forever, when they switched from Tim Burton to Joel Schumacher, was actually very successful. Um, because Joel Schumacher was not the wet Danny DeVito eating the heads off fish. He, he, okay, he but we've it. seen it, right? Like, you've seen Batman Forever. It's, it's terrible. It, it's not It's not awful. It's, it's better oh, it's than bad. some other. It's, it's bad. really bad. Really bad. Watch it again. It's, cause it's, it's rated it's, as one of the worst movies. Well, so here's my question. Here's my question. Batman then. and Robin is rated, rated as one uh, of the worst uh, movies Is ever. Batman Forever Val Kilmer or George Clooney? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. So it was like a trick Kilmer question. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my question then. Going back to the, the topic that led this up, because honestly, fans, this is what I will say to you guys. Check out the documentary The Death of Superman Lives. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your opinion is. After you see some of these production stills, and I feel bad. I'm sorry. I'm the only one who's seen it that you know that we're recording for. So, I mean, I think you guys are at a slight disadvantage. Right, but it's – I mean, that wasn't the topic. The topic – That's, yeah, that's why I want to get back to – That's why I want to get back to this. So, anyway, they, they got to the point where we're ready to film this. We have the cast. We have the, a great script. And, and the writer strike happened, and we all—they all went and you know, took breaks and, and whatever they did for that time. And I guess at that time, uh, Warner Brothers made the decision to pull the plug, not just because we're afraid of a Justice League movie, but we're we have a Batman movie in the works. Christopher Nolan was filming Batman Begins at that time. They didn't want to confuse people. They didn't want uh, two Batmans and, and two different people playing Batman. So they scrapped the whole thing. Do- but. Go ahead. Do you think that this would have put DC in a better movie universe than where they are now? Absolutely. So from what I hear from the script and and from the the stories I heard, so we we spoke about Kevin Smith a lot just now. Uh, He actually did an interview with Adam Brody a few years ago that I got to listen to. Adam Brody being Barry Allen Flash. And Adam Brody is pretty much saying, listen, the script was solid. It was a uh, an OMAC like robots versus Justice League like kind of Star Trekky reboot type script, and it sounded really interesting. It <laughs> Listen, sounded you, what? All right, you've seen Mallrats, and I know you have because we've just had this conversation. Yes, I've seen Mallrats. Right? One of my favorite okay, Christmas this, movies. The scene, yeah, and the scene toward the end there when Jason Lee meets Stanley outside the and he's like, "Hey, is, is the things." Dick, well, it's, it was it was more about that, right? It's it's about how in in Jason Lee in the character's mind, the the comic book universe is so pure and it's so full of wonder, and he's so curious about it. And and Stanley, you know, calls him true believer, and that's you. I know, right? and you so? you see, I mean, when it comes to comic, and I understand why, and I know why it's so personal, um, but but man. Look, you got to calm down, True Believer. This, this would not have been good for DC. It would not have been in any way good for the studio. It's it, it's it was a mistake. Then they knew it. They pulled the plug. 
and now they have a much more cohesive roadmap for for where they're going, and that's but it's good. not I mean, cohesive. They, that's and it's I not think cohesive it, at all. I think it is. I think it is because I think it's much more. They've slotted it out for five years straight, and they know the direction they're going. You may not feel it's cohesive, true believer, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> they have. Every time you say I, that, I owe Stanley a dollar. Right. <laughs> they have a a. A direction they're going, they have a, a path, a roadmap, a vision, whatever you want to call finally. it. Finally, yeah, finally, finally, like, and it and may not be that. it may not be in line with with how you feel or think about it, but it's good. It's better than it was, and they had to pull the plug on any crap that involved the Wicklevi. My point is, this is another missed opportunity. Not that I, I think DC would have been able to redefine the superhero genre. Just one more thing, um, they'd have to reboot. It, sure, but I, I think... Well, no, hold on. I, no, no, I don't believe so. I, I don't think so at all. I think starting off with the Justice League and working your way down would have been a better approach than, than trying to... do it now. Right, than trying to build it up from these individuals. But, oh my God, I agree with CJ on something. In our heads. We're saying that with that kind of formula already in our heads where they did individual movies. Everyone was always saying DC just should make that Justice League movie. Right, but just I do really it. Don't, I, I don't think it would have worked then, though. I really don't. And I'm a, I'm a huge I mean, fan of Justice listen, League. Don't it, get me wrong. it worked but, for that cartoon and not and you can shake your head all you want that cartoon premiered around the same time and a lot of people not just kids gravitated to it and it, no one knows right. those characters besides batman superman everybody knows batman superman i've told the joke that i can find a homeless person ask him what do you know about batman superman he could tell me the gist of it but mm-hmm. i mean I, I think setting it up in that movie universe that way would have been a lot easier and smoother than kind of what they're doing now. And not that I'm upset with what they're doing now. I think they they finally got their heads out of their asses and they're ready to move forward. I'm just... It, listen, it, this had a solid director behind it. Right. It had a solid cast. Mm-hmm. You're, you're talking about a director who has done nothing but gold. He, he's only got like eight credits to him, but he everything he touches is fantastic. And and it's real and it's raw and, and I would be, would have been interested to see what that Justice League movie would have looked and like. And for me, I think it's the fact that instead of having to rely on a Green Lantern movie or relying on a Flash movie to help build up a Justice League movie. Think that would have been interesting well, as a film there was no marvel formula then you know what i mean like I, it was still kind of like marvel was still testing the in 2007 in, well in i mean this, this movie was like yeah. 2006 2007 marvel had they built were the formula still yet. testing it to, uh, you know to a certain degree iron man uh, came right? out in 2008 so it, it wasn't right. it wasn't established and and, and iron man when they did iron man this idea of let's build up to avengers movie was not no, not on yeah the plate at all. right right they they thought it would be funny to have Samuel Jackson show up on, on set one day and do this cameo and oh hey it's something cool for the fans and it exploded and it was one of the top grossing movies of all time it, it built what we know now know as the Marvel universe but it was never intended to be that true way. right yes absolutely so you guys you ironically enough we're in two different rooms right now recording yeah, so it sounds right. like this room over here with Josh and Jeff is like this is a dumb idea this movie I feel should like you should switch things <laughs> as up much as I love the Justice League I just don't think it would have taken off then like I, so obviously let me Batman ask you a question. would have been a what, what, what exactly about this casting this like this movie that we see here just in the notes do you think would have equaled success just what what's the quantifiable thing or what's the x factor that they're missing that would have that would have done it. 
When did the social network come out? 08? Uh, 2009, 2010? Right. So what do we know about Army Hammer? In 07, right? I just, I don't think you have enough horsepower. Wait, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you throwing the unknown actor thing at me after I threw that at you the other week and you threw that right back in my face? No. I mean, come on. (laughs) Listen, listen, Joshua A. Burns, and I don't know if your middle name begins with an A. I'm just going to go with it. They had Common. Common is huge, okay? He was in that crappy X-Men movie. Uh, the, which uh, X-Men movie? Wasn't he in Origins of no, Wolverine? No. No, not common. You're thinking of that's um the guy from Black Eyed Peas. I can't remember. Oh, Will I Am. You're right. I'm sorry. Will I Am, yes. My apologies. He doesn't have an actual name. He, he's he's, he's like an initial in the middle of his name. Um I, I think when you're doing an ensemble cast like that, you have to go with unknown actors. It's it's essential. Um, just because you can't have any one big I, guy fighting for screen time with everyone. I, I'm sorry, I, I robbed you of your opportunity to speak. I apologize. Go ahead. What 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 was that factor that that made this movie just a no go? That you're glad that it died in development hell. Well, I, I mean, I heard Army Hammer and I passed. Just right off the bat, you were okay with yeah. Man of, from Man from Uncle and a couple other movies we just talked about. I space. was because he's he's been established since you know what I mean. Like in 2007, who was he? I mean, there was the Lone Ranger, which isn't that great. But what did he? <laughs> that was after 07. Yes, what did he? What had? What was he Henry done? Cavill in before Superman? Name one movie what? Henry Cavill I, was in before Superman. I have no idea. Right, because he but was an Superman. But he actor. looks like Superman. Right. So what? So oh my I mean, god! Army Hart, really? Army, Batman is a cow. Batman is not. Anyone can play Batman. Isn't that the whole argument? But I just everyone had, like, can't play Bruce Wayne. No, no, no. Those were no. your exact words. That anyone could play Batman. Anyone can play Batman. Did you say that? But yes, he did. Play Bruce Wayne. Thank you, Josh. Oh, come on! <laughs> but the, no. well, it's a good thing Bruce Wayne doesn't show up in the Justice League. Then it's like, I, like I buy I buy Michael Keaton as Batman, but not as Bruce Wayne. That's the yeah, that's I buy Val Kilmer as Bruce that, Wayne, I but not as Batman. Too. But hold on, and hold George on, Clooney. So your argument is that is it just Arnie Hamill? Like, is that it? No. When you guys started talking about it, I shut off because I don't give a shit. <laughs> and now, now, now I'm just poking. <laughs> What you wow. started talking about a Justice League movie a decade ago, and I went, the, I look, I this morning when I woke up, I I had twelve fucks about this movie, and when I go to bed, I'm I'm gonna have a dozen, and I've given none <laughs> today about this so, movie. So, so Jeff, what 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 for this for you where you were like, oh yeah, that's okay, I, I'm not. All I'm right, not my takeaways from the Justice League, right? I, I mean, this whole thing, I would have gone to see. I would have probably loved it if it would have happened, right? But the key thing for me is it didn't. And Marvel took off first and they got stuck in the development hell and still were in development hell through up, what, what, up through basically, you know, after Nolan's Batman up through Iron Man, what, two or three? There was nothing. Green Lantern was its own deal, which sucked. Like it just it, it hurt DC so much to just like stagnate for so long and Marvel just skyrocketed. So, I mean, would it have been cool? Maybe. I just I don't know if I can speculate. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, I mean, now you have to wait like two, three years for a Justice League movie. It's yeah, it's fine. yeah. and be, by then it'll be well with so the far plan. ahead. This, this is with the plan. Like, but at I that feel point, like they have a lot wait, more plans. But there was a plan for this movie. There was. Oh wait, wait. I see what you're saying. Hold on, wait. I think I get what you're saying. There's a plan, but the plan might be shit. Right? It might not be any good. Right, Brian? Might be crappy. I, crappy I, I listen. I don't know. That's kind of what that's kind of what you said though when I said about DC's plan. It's kind of what you said. So this let me ask plan? this question: Is the Infinity War going to be crappy? 
No, absolutely not. I, I know. It's going to be amazing, it's right? Because Marvel's got this great plan. I'm going to cry in the theater because it's going to be amazing. DC, you have to stop shitting on DC. DC's I know. Plan. I was actually it's just out. saying this. Was- no, this would have been a crappy DC movie. Because they had no like long term development behind it. It was going to be a standalone thing. Yes, right? which is stupid. We can agree that most of the standalone stuff we've seen has been stupid. No, my, this. My point is what Iron Man did for the superhero movement, this movie could have done just three years prior. You're like, out of your mind. I'm saying that was one focus though. Out it of your mind. And I focuses. say it because I, they, didn't, they didn't have a Robert Downey Jr. type. You know what I mean? They didn't have. Someone with that level of gravitas. You know what I mean? They just, they don't have anybody. My point is it's one of those what ifs. It's one of those, if this came out, what, what would our movie universe look like? That's all I'm saying. The good news for everybody too. And the reason I brought up the death of Superman, the reason why we went off a tangent and tying this together is there's actually going to be a documentary made about this movie as well. So they're going to go ahead and they're going to look at the same thing that they did with the death of Superman lives they're going to show the production stills. They're going to talk about the casting. They're going to talk costumes. to costumes. Are going to talk to the cast that is actually available. Nick Cage declined to be interviewed for the Death of Superman Lives, and um, they're going to kind of show it. So I think this. I think, and again, I, I put everyone here at the at the unfair advantage because we hadn't seen the documentary yet. That's all. I think the Death of Superman Lives would have made an interesting movie. Again, don't know if it would have been good or bad. The documentary really kind of left it up for you. I think seeing a documentary about this may change your perspective or it may just cement it in the fact that you won't change. I so hope I, that every studio makes a documentary about every movie that they oh, trashed. God, could that not happen? That's just called <laughs> I hope that every studio like think about like watching Entourage, right? How many scripts did they throw in the garbage? I hope that every studio makes a movie about every script that got thrown in the garbage. All the failed Punisher Thomas Yeah, James that way scripts. we could all say <laughs> that way we could all say how awesome would this have been? Listen, listen. It, no, different. and the truth is it wouldn't have well, been. No, you know listen. why? The, Studio executives are smart. The the reason the reason that we see that's not true. It, it's they're smart, CJ. They're absolutely <laughs> no, smart. They're they not. can't be. Uh, they make money hand over fist putting stuff out to they're, the public. If the public's not going to receive it well, they can't put it out they're, there. They're extremely smart in the economics. They are sometimes the dumbest people that you'll see. Oh, but listen, they're not the making movies for you, fanboy. They're I'm making not, movies well, for no, the public. No, 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 no. I'm saying sometimes they, they even pass up on even the artistic stuff that's really good, too. Listen, the jump the in there, Jeff. Jeff I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm burning because this is where I disagree. I disagree partially with Josh, but I understand <laughs> that the executives need to make money, but you should not, especially with comic books, and we learned this from Marvel, you do not sacrifice the integrity of the character Thank to you. make Absolutely. money on the movie. Thank you. Because and listen, the difference between every entourage script that is in the trash right now and these movies is that these movies were actually ready for production. And they're real because entourage they, is a fake show. They had either screenshots, some footage film. They actually had Adam Brody like try on a flash suit for this Justice League movie. These were ready to go and they were scrapped at the last minute. That's because, different from, well, this script's shit. Let's throw this in the garbage and try again. That's different. Uh, that's like six of one half dozen of the other. I think any topic that can make people say uh, totally right and you're completely out of your mind is a good topic. <laughs> and I'm excited to hear the fact that this documentary is coming out. And Josh, I would encourage you to uh, sit down and watch it with me. We can throw popcorn at each other. This is just yet game. another thing that Ryan's going to be like, I agree with CJ, not with Josh. <laughs> like, I'm just going to have to hear about this in the group chat on, on like Monday night. It's just going to happen all over again. 
Yeah, well, that's, I was that's, there with you up until the end. I was right there. <laughs> I was right there. I think you just got outvoted. That's three to one. No, oh. you're you're the man. Hey, hey. it's more. It's like two point seven five. <laughs> Josh decided to take an actual position, and we don't agree with it. Okay, well, man, that's what I'm here for. I'm here so it's not just a circle jerk. There's somebody in opposition. There's a dissenting opinion. All right, so let's move on to our next topic. There was a uh, a list of trailers that we had come across, and what you've noticed on the That Kind of Nerd website is that we post the trailers that are coming out for the month that's coming up. So there's a lot of things that are coming up in the future that we still haven't posted on, but we found some trailers um, that are, are coming out, and there was one in particular that, that got us really excited. Um, and you guys were talking about it at dinner today, and I had to tell you to shut up so we could go ahead and save it for the show. It uh, always ruins our best conversations. I really do. It's what I do. Yeah, I do it for does. you, he listener. Does, he, he does the Chris Pratt to the Raptors. Just stop. He just, <laughs> just stop. Listen, listener. Every time I blue, talk about don't you give me any cool, shit, blue. <laughs> so listen, listener. I care about you. Yes, you walking around your neighborhood or driving in your car. I want you to hear great conversations coming out of these fantastic brains and the the you know mashed potatoes that is mine. And I save the great topics for right now, so this way we don't spoil it. So there was a, a trailer that came out that featured the uh, fantastic uh, Johnny Depp called Black Mass. And uh, I just kind of wanted to take a moment to talk about it because uh, this seemed very fascinating. The subject matter was great. Josh, you had a lot to say about this. Can you kind of like set this up a little bit and, and, and kind of tell me what, what this is all about? Yeah, Black Mass is uh, <clears throat> sort of a biopic of, uh, of Whitey Bulger, who is a, a Boston gangster. Um, the character of Frank Costello in The Departed is loosely based on on Whitey Bulger's, uh, you know, persona, and uh, some of the some of the stories of of his life. But um, there was recently a documentary on Whitey Bulger. There's you know there's been other sort of uh, you know people alluding to him through gangster lore throughout the years. But uh, it's a really 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 ridiculous story. Um, the guy was sort of operated pretty much with impunity in Boston, was was murderous, was vicious, was just a gangster in the truest sense of the word, and he operated for decades. And then he went on the lam in 95, like at the age of, of 66. He went fugitive from the law with his girlfriend and was captured at the age of 81. He was on the, he was on the lam for wow. 15 years. Yeah, so Black Mass is is the story of I'm I'm assuming I saw the trailer, but you know you don't know all the details. I'm assuming it's sort of his rise and fall, um, but played by Johnny Depp, who we know from obviously from the movie Blow can can play a, a Boston gangster more or less. Um, you know he's got he's got the accent down and he can do that he can do that bit. Uh, but it's a look it's a great story and uh, like I said. Frank Costello uh, in The Departed is a Scorsese film, and if you're not a fan or if you haven't seen The Departed, Please, you need to watch it. That movie. You need to watch it on repeat, like three times. Just yep. if only for the soundtrack and and you know all, everything that made it a great movie. And and uh, but Jack Nicholson played this character who operates uh, who operates with impunity, and uh, it, you know because he's a allegedly uh, he's well he's an informant in the movie, right? Uh, right. And that's the the Whitey Bulger story is when it all came to light he was uh he was outed as an FBI informant and he denied it his entire throughout his trial i mean through he just he still denies that he was ever an informant and that's why this movie is so interesting and it has a a ridiculous cast including benedict cumberbatch uh yeah. it has joel edgerton in it and it has you know juno temple kevin, kevin bacon, bacon adam bacon. scott 
Uh, you know, Peter Sarsgaard's in it. So, I mean, it's it's really a ridiculously good cast. And I'm very much looking forward to this movie. So this is a departure from, you know, the comic book things that we've kind of been talking about, you know, rooted in reality. But the same part has a kind of, you know, mystery to it. You know, what's the truth? What What's actually fact? And it, it looks so damn interesting. But you saw you saw the trailer, right? It had it sort of had a uh, like a Goodfellas. It had a Scorsese feel, even though yeah. it's not. It had right. that departed feel to it. Right, right. I, I think, and knowing, <clears throat> I mean, Johnny Depp. I mean, he's gotten involved in some knucklehead stuff. I cite the Lone Ranger. Um, <laughs> but, Army Hammer, curse you! But, but the thing about Johnny Poor Depp, Army Hammer, he's getting hit today. No, no Army matter, Hammer, no I matter still love what, you. I will see Man of Uncle. Don't worry. No matter what project Johnny Depp undertakes, he's one of those actors that's serious business. He always gets into the character. He always does an amazing job. Adaptable. And it, it, it doesn't matter what role it is. He's always phenomenal, even if you don't like the character, even yeah. if it's a Tim Burton film. It's you really – he's God, you hate on Tim Burton so much. It's funny because I was having this exact discussion at work the other day convincing one of our coworkers that um, – Listen, you may only like half of the movies Johnny Depp in is in, but he's always good in every movie. He, he is, he, and he takes on the character. I'm I'm going to cite Crybaby as the exception to that goddamn oh, God. rule. No, that is one of the, no, he is wrong awful. With Crybaby, Cry he is awful. Fine. That movie, that movie is awful. Everything wrong, about man. that from start to Crybaby. Really, you cool. like yeah, Crybaby. Crybaby? Is cool. It's cool. Yeah. Look, I I don't cite Crybaby obviously as sort of you know. The the rule for me is his portrayal of Captain Jack Sparrow, uh, how how he got into that role, and then obviously the charity work he's done as that character. That's after the fact. fantastic. And no, I know it's it's it is fantastic. But if he can play that character as well as he did, and the you know obviously the Edward Scissorhands, and keep and the, bringing new stuff to Jack Sparrow all, every single movie. There's like, something it different. Matter. It's not yep. the same crap over and over and over. There's there's some nuance. There's some new thing. There's a new wrinkle. So I, I have a feeling like this is going to be. And you know I don't want to, but like the Donnie Brasco, it's not. He's not going to be Donnie Brasco. He's he's a boss. He's not an undercover cop or a low a, a low rent gangster. He's a boss. Um, in a dangerous time, in a dangerous city, with all kinds of other social stuff going on around him. So this movie, I think, is going to be awesome, and I think he's going to do an amazing job we as really, Bulger. We really wanted to bring this to you, the listener, your attention, because we think this movie is actually going to be kind of big. Comes out the weekend after my birthday, by the way. Oh my gosh, for real? We're totally going to go see it for my birthday weekend. Uh, my Which is when... Uh, my, uh, my birthday or the movie? The Yes. <laughs> Your birthday, your social security number, and your mother's maiden name. Uh, my birthday is September 16th, 1986, ladies. I enjoy long walks on the beach and uh, comic books, obviously. Uh, the and movie the, comes out September the, 18th. The cat-to-male ratio in his apartment is very low. So low. Can we just say purr? It's, it's barely noticeable. As a matter of fact, I, I barely see any cats. I don't even think he has any cats. I, I did think not bring any cats with me to the hotel, by the way. There are no cats following. They're all in dorms. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the cat dorms downstairs. Um, but Black Mask comes out September 18th. Uh, I will be at the theater probably opening day. We're going to post the trailer on that kind of nerd so that way you guys can go ahead and see this. We really just think this movie is, is great. And we know that some people, you guys aren't into superheroes and comic books. And I thought we'd just give it a little palate cleanser in there. Uh, so that way, yeah, it feels delicious, right? CJ Smell served it. up in a moose-bouche for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Smell the coffee grounds and pass. Smell the coffee grounds and pass.
Uh, so anyway, I just thought, yeah, I thought it was important just to kind of break it a little bit up. So if you're not a huge comic book fan, you have something to say. I got something out of this episode. Uh, so I really want to take that. And Jeff, real quick, because I got you here. You're the gaming nerd. You're coming with us to, yeah. to Steel City Con. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I know you wanted to talk about some of the gaming news that had come down the pipe. And I definitely want to make sure we get the platform because I know some of you are some gamers out there. It's important that you know, you kind of know what's going on. So what, what's been going on right now in the gaming world? All right, so last week was Gamescom. I'm going to be writing a more in-depth article on it um, for this podcast just because, you know, I want to quicken it. Um, We're just going to tackle Blizzard. They just announced um, a huge reveal at Gamescom, which is World of Warcraft's new expansion called Legion. It it has a whole lot of new content, a whole lot of cool stuff going on for Warcraft players. Also, new... Starcraft 2 expansion trailer coming out soon, uh, Legacy of the Void, and uh, yeah, more more to come with that. And like I said, I'll post more stuff about Xbox and Microsoft in this coming week um, from all the stuff at Gamescom. So if you are a fan of the you know the gaming lifestyle and the gaming culture, please make sure you reach out to Jeff. Uh, put a comment on any of his posts. Hit us up on Twitter and, and just you know make sure you ask your questions to Jeff. Uh, we'll definitely make sure that we can get the the gaming world out there, and that way you can stay informed, but also you can kind of get a, a fresh perspective. Because I know a lot of websites out there they review gaming things, and they review movies, but I think what's great about our site is that we're not cookie cutters. As you can obviously tell, we have very different opinions when it comes to things. So I want to make sure that if you're into <laughs> that, you can actually go ahead and you know get get some perspective. So thank I you, agree Jeff. With everyone, we have at um, least four different opinions. Yes. <laughs> things. <laughs> Sometimes I have multiple opinions on one topic. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, wait, Hulk could be Thor. No, no, wait. Brian says differently. Thor could. No, Thor I, could totally win. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Asshole. Having Hulk lift the hammer because he's so no, strong. we're not bringing this up again. It's dead. It's oh, dead, Jim. Leave I'm it. just saying. It's done. I got to say, Brian, I'm kind of thinking tomorrow I'm going to be asking everybody why Thor's so strong. I, I would walk so around nice. the floor and just say, you know, do you think that the Hulk could just lift up the hammer because he's so damn strong? <laughs> I, I mean, they'll I'm all just looking... tell you the same answer I told you. No. Hulk is not working. But guys, Lady Thor. Lady but Thor's you know what, Brian? Unlike, unlike those other people, their cat tail ratio is very high. <laughs> right. So I What's don't want to trust someone ratio? that I couldn't smell. <laughs> That's very right. true. You're they right. all live in a litter stench infested basement. I'm not insulting anyone at Steel City Con. That's just not fair. <laughs> you not are all like fine you people. That live in a palatial estate. <laughs> Wayne Manor would be jealous <laughs> of yes, your they, estate. Yes, they do not have the entourage lifestyle that I have. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. With my entourage lifestyle of cats as well. That sounds that sounds. Per- is one of your cats named Turtle? One of my cats is named Turtle, and, and he he goes gets food for the other cats. Sounds better. <laughs> He wears some sweet kicks, too, you know. Did I use that right, kicks? I think you did. Okay, I think good. that's the right term right. for it. That is the correct vernacular, yes. <laughs> from from the streets of Reading, I, I will give you that. <laughs> Reading approved. Oh, I did listen to, for, for those listeners interested, I did get to listen to NWA on the way here. And uh, my true. life has not changed at all. But thank you very much, Josh. We, all right. He did his best. I, I am not straight out of Compton, but I will be downloading F the Police. <laughs> Thanks for the censor. You're welcome. <laughs> Just in case we didn't say fuck enough on the goddamn podcast. <laughs> let's please say F the police. That's a very important part. I don't right. know what the song's actually called. <sighs> oh, man.
All right, guys, we, like we said, we kind of want to make it easier for you to go ahead and connect with Jeff. So we're going to make sure to include his gamer tags and ways to get uh, you know in contact with him. So this way, if you're interested in you know gaming or you just have some questions, you can definitely reach out to him. Uh, but don't stalk him. He's a nice guy. He doesn't deserve that. There's no need for it. Uh, yes, so, there, is. Uh, there is a slight lead, but he's a nice guy. So so be, be kind to him. Jeff is a mediocre guy at best. Oh, I'm that's sorry. just mean. He, he, oh, wow. He's, he's wow. I don't want no mediocre, but you wouldn't know that reference. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't want no scrubs work, either. But. <laughs> that is solid, solid work. All right. Uh, CJ so, and Brian are both like, what, I don't, what do you we mean don't get you it. don't want no mediocre? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about, Tim. Do you want, is that do you some sort of rap thing? I'm confused. What are you saying, T.I.? I don't understand. T.I. <laughs> is a rap guy. That's a, rap, that's a rapper. That, that's a rapper. Okay. <laughs> not like the thing on your candy bar. He is a guy who does... What uh, about the thing I wrap my presents no, with? No, no, not that No, it's not a rap. No, okay. no, not the same All thing. Right. Uh, so listen, as you guys may have noticed at the top of the show, we actually have a sponsor. So I really want to thank Audible for taking a, you know, a chance on us. But guys, it's in your hands to help support the podcast. So I just want to, again, want to remind you, I recommend you uh, listen to Audible's version of Ready Player One by Ernest Klein, narrated by Will Wheaton. Uh, the website's simple. It is audibletrial.com slash that kind of nerd. Again, that's audibletrial, don't forget the trial, dot com slash that kind of nerd. Uh, so help support the podcast so that we can go ahead and keep it free. We can bring you, uh, you know, more episodes and, and keep it in there. Also, we're looking for anyone who's interested in sharing their their story about their their nerd life. Anyone who's done something interested in pursuing their passions that happens to focus around uh, nerdy things, not necessarily you know, the mainstream, so YouTube, cosplay, acting, uh, comics, writing, anything like that, reach out to us. We want to make sure that we can give you an opportunity to get your message out to the world. Uh, so just email us at podcast at thatkindofnerd.com. Uh, just make sure that you have a platform to tell your story and to tell your tale. So we definitely want to make sure we we hear from you. So uh, thank you for anyone who's interested in uh, reaching out to us. And I can't wait to share your story with the world. So thank you again, guys, for making us your uh, walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. Uh, we can't thank you enough uh, for letting us uh, come into your ears for a good hour and uh, bouncing around your brain. Uh, I got to thank Jeff and I got to thank Josh and Brian for uh, taking your time to record. I had a lot of fun tonight. Sorry. Yeah, all right. That sounds that's a glowing <laughs> I, endorsement. I have to be sitting right next to you. It's a little awkward. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, guys, and uh, keep listening to that kind of podcast. You have 120 characters. What will you do with them? 140 or 140. I don't, I don't use it. <laughs> Justice, CJ, justice! Oh, CJ's gonna comment about this shit, and now I have to listen, and it's gonna be ruined for me.